I believe that most people will say that they've learned more from their mistakes than they did from their successes. Yet, being wrong remains one of the most feared outcomes in our lives. In this podcast, I will share lessons that I have learned from my mistakes that have helped me to get one step closer to a more authentic version of myself. My name is Lonnie Was the Third, and this is what I did wrong. Left or right, up or down, stay or go, in or out. For the longest time, I showed up as indecisive. I showed up as a person who would appear to not know exactly what I wanted. And for a long time, it was really difficult for me to make decisions, especially when I had to make them quickly or when I was within the constraints of a certain time period. My indecision showed up mostly during one of my previous long-term relationships. Typically, when it was time to decide where to go on vacation or to decide if we want to get to get married or to decide on where we were going to go for a date, I would struggle to give an answer oftentimes. So what would typically happen is that I would end up doing what the other person wanted to do. And because of that indecision, it was really hard for me to show up. That continued for years in that relationship, and it wasn't until I got out of it that I realized through therapy that I needed to delve into where that indecision came from if I was going to truly be whole. Before we delve into my kind of journey towards and away from indecision, I think it's important to define what it is. The educator in me just won't let me let defining things go. So according to the dictionary, the indecision, sorry, according to the dictionary, indecision means to waver between two or more possible courses of action. And it also means the inability to make a decision quickly. Back then, I relied on what I like to call the mask of indecision because I didn't feel worthy of what I actually wanted. Like I didn't feel like I deserved what it was that I wanted. So I kind of hid behind indecision But that really wasn't true to who I was or who I am, because for as long as I can remember, I've always known what I wanted. I've always had distinct opinions about how I dress, the people that I hang out with, the music that I like, the type of person that I am. But it seemed like the older I got, the more indecisive I became, or again, the more indecisive that I showed up. And the moment that knocked me out of my indecisive stupor came from an older white woman therapist that I actually only had one session with and I was weary about because I didn't think she was a good fit practically because she was an older white woman um, or literally because she was an older white woman. And uh, she was really asking me at the time about my sexual preference as I was in a space of wavering between being married to a woman and exploring my internalized male attraction, my sexual attraction. And I had grappled a long time with the reality of that in varying stages over the years of my life. But at this given point, it was time for me to like make a decision about it. And shit, making big decisions has always been hard for me. But after telling her a little bit about what I was going through, she put the decision out there so plainly. She was just kind of like, do you want to be with men? And that's why questions are so powerful because we can really uh, lay in the gray area if we don't ask ourselves direct questions. So that direct question really kind of propelled me into making a decision that would then change the course 
of my life? That question really shook me to my core because I think that answering it would mean that I was making a decision about who I was at the moment uh, that seems so scary, but in retrospect, I know that that's exactly what we should be doing. We should be constantly questioning and answering who we are and how we show up. So after I had a kind of deep dive to figure out why making these big decisions was so hard for me, um, I went back to my childhood. And for the longest time, the pressure of making this decision would cause me to give an answer or make a decision before I actually decided what I wanted. Um, And that's a big mistake because either I would change my mind or I would go through with something that I was unhappy with. I remember a recent example where I was on a road trip with someone and we had gotten, it was a surprise road trip. I didn't know we were going, like we were supposed to do something else. And they were like, let's get in the car and go. And we ended up going towards this destination. And I was really kind of like shocked and unhappy. And I was like, wait, I wasn't planning this. I don't really want to go through with this. And I would say about uh, three fourths of the way through the road trip, they're kind of like, hey, like, are you okay? Because they kind of noticed that I was kind of like standoffish and I was quiet. And they were like, hey, do you not want to go? Like, what's going on? And I remember in that moment thinking, I don't want to go. But I said something like, well, it doesn't matter anymore because we're all already on the way. And in that moment, I think, and they had asked me a few times, I probably showed up as indecisive or whatever. But the truth is, I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted to turn this car around and go back home. And we'll talk a little bit about why I make decisions like that or have made decisions like that in the past that have made me show up as indecisive. Growing up, my mom was very supportive, like so supportive. I could always talk to her about anything. I could talk to her about everything. And I typically did. If I wanted to join a club or try something new, she was my sounding board. I was able to talk through my decisions with her growing up. And as an only child, I grew up being used to having emotional support as I made big decisions. But as I became more independent and I went to college, I had to start making decisions on my own and that was hard for me. So a part of the emergence of this kind of indecisiveness, I feel, came from the lack of me having to make a lot of decisions without my mom or making decisions on my own. So essentially I was starting over again with the whole idea of making decisions. I really wasn't given the tools to make decisions on my own. I was given the tools to be supported and to have someone to help me to make decisions. So as it pertains to me making decisions for my life, I had to kind of relearn how do you make independent decisions about your life? I often think that I showed up as indecisive because the little kid in me was kind of waiting for my mom to help me to make these decisions. And thank God I'm not a mama's boy in the sense that I was like still dependent on her as I got older. I knew that it was time for me to spread my wings, but it was still hard. Like I was no longer five or eight or 10 years old. I was now in my twenties. I was in my thirties and I had to learn how to make up my mind on my own. So I, again, took a deeper dive into why I showed up as indecisive. In the last 10 years, I've really had some important realizations about that part of myself, and I kind of want to share it with you guys. So the first reason why I showed up as indecisive is, or the revelation that I made was that I am not indecisive, but I am unpredictable. As I said earlier, I have always known what I liked. 
what I wanted and who I was. The problem is that somewhere along the way, I learned that people with strong opinions had this kind of polarizing effect on those people around them, right? So I think that in an effort to blend in or to make myself smaller and to remain what I thought was likable to most people, I leaned on the side of indecision. The second thing is that I wanted other people to make decisions for me. Like that is the frank answer. When you're indecisive, people tend to either walk all over you or become annoyed and not want to kind of deal with you, right? They feel like you're wishy-washy. They feel like you don't stand for anything um, or they feel like they can't like sink their teeth into what you stand for. Or you have people who just kind of like manipulate that indecision or who say, okay, cool. You don't know what you want. I do just let's do what I want to do without any kind of regard to what you want to do. Um, For me, it was the first. Not being able to make a decision quickly often led me down the road of following in other people's, uh, following in their footsteps as opposed to following what I wanted to do. Uh, Being indecisive truly was a distraction so that I didn't have to dig deeper to define and own who I was, right? And make these proclamations and these decisive statements and decisions in my life. So instead of doing that, I definitely created a monster that would come off as, you know, wishy-washy or unstable. And in retrospect, I totally get why a person would... Um, drive the ship in moments where I wasn't sure if I even wanted to drive or even wanted to be on the ship. So I was seeking direction essentially from other people, which makes no sense because being indecisive is like expecting someone else to lead you somewhere when you are not even sure where you want to go. So another reason that I was indecisive, I think, is perfectionism, like like this idea of wanting to pick the right decision. I wanted to get it right because I thought that that would make me more valuable in the eyes of other people. But that kind of pursuit of perfection often left me feeling like I was not in control of my life. And Lord knows I did not like that feeling. If I keep it 100, I really didn't want to make decisions because I would then have to be responsible if things didn't go right. I have a friend who says that he doesn't give advice because he doesn't want to be blamed if uh, the person takes the advice and it doesn't work out. I always thought that was an interesting perspective. Um, I have a piece here from an article from Bustle that says some people procrastinate or avoid decisions because they don't want to be held responsible if things go wrong. That was me says Caleb Back, who is a health and wellness expert for Maple Holistics. Uh, They let other people or circumstances out of their control make the decision for them. This may prevent you from messing up, but it'll also prevent you from controlling your own life. It's worth making mistakes because at least they get to be yours. They're your mistakes. And making decisions isn't easy for anyone, he says, but you don't always have to get it right. You just have to make a decision. Forgive yourself for your mistakes and learn from them. And I often think of making decisions. Um, I came up with this analogy one day. I don't know where it came from, maybe because I was buying a car at a time. And I was thinking like making decisions is like buying a car. Like there's always a car that you want. You always have an ideal. And, you know, certain cars may have certain features that you want. 
or they may have certain things and aspects that you want. But the truth is you don't always get the perfect car. You just get the car that's closest to what you want. And um, sometimes, of course, you can get the perfect car. But a lot of times we're kind of like compromising or we're trying to figure out the best thing that fits our budget. And I think that making decisions for me really is about like that. It's like, okay, you're buying a car and you have a budget. Like, what can you afford? And and trying to kind of decipher the best decision from those circumstances as opposed to just uh, whirling around in in indecision. So anyway, I did a lot of healing work to kind of build up the strength to be more decisive sometimes and also the courage to accept and express when I'm not ready to make decisions. Because I think a lot of it was like feeling pressured to be ready to make a decision when I wasn't. So it wasn't that I was indecisive. I just needed time to prepare my decision. Um, And according to astrology, I am an air sign, which means that I like to fly. I like to float. I like to, you know, to fly and float. And that means that I'm like a kite that I like whirl around. I enjoy. And I think that quote that says not all who wander are lost is a great way to explain me. I like options and oftentimes I'm okay with various options. So sometimes it's hard to make a decision, but I realized that it is my job to make the decision that best suits me at that time. And what I did wrong was that um, I used indecision as a way to hide my true feelings out of a fear of judgment. What I also did wrong was I labeled myself as indecisive instead of just embracing my airy, unpredictable nature. Now I realize that that indecisive person will often not be respected because they are not standing for something concrete. I have now found a way to balance my unpredictability along with my ability to know exactly what I want. And I now accept myself as someone who is unpredictable and airy and free. Thank you for listening to the What I Did Wrong podcast. As always, I appreciate your support. Catch new lessons each and every week on Wednesdays. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at LonnieWasTheThird or visit my website at LonnieWasTheThird.com. Until we meet again, remember that regret was meant to refine you and that your mistakes don't have to define you. I leave you in love, peace, and style. Until the next time.